you know we need an intro track for this podcast right sorry about the accent we want to tell you a couple of stories everyone panicking running from covid nobody really knows where this is going so chill the fuck out and just light up a joint 21 days to spend in a days go out and you might just end up in jail stay the fuck home do what you told if you're lucky my flow then say corona go this episode we'll try a little something different um first we will actually give uh, an update on what is going on around the world because yeah, i think we have like kind of all we've spoken about in the last few episodes is like getting arranged marriage and shit like that so like let's come back to uh, <clears throat> come back to earth right now and uh, talk about uh, what is happening i will start off with one of the stories that really caught my eye it just happened yesterday so um, pretty shocking for me um there is this uh, cop who has come to bangalore and he um see uh, like he caught these peddlers with 1380 kgs of uh, marijuana and um, some primo grande shit <laughs> so <laughs> i just wanted to know like um, like matthew what do you think about it bro like why why are the cops so obsessed with marijuana like why do they compare it to uh, like heroin and coke cocaine and stuff like that uh i don't know man i think it, i think honestly right now the current state of the country considering all that jazz which is happening in mumbai with the drug racket and stuff i think everybody is on a high alert mm-hmm. um i think it's very seasonal like now since these the, the weed and the ganja thing is all out in the open everybody is shitting their pants because uh, recently some of these uh, sandalwood actors got caught uh, i don't know her name but she was got got she got caught for uh, you know drug some drug cartel you know like some pablo oh. escobar shit the, the <laughs> drug cartel you know uh, in india right so okay. it's been though it's been there for hundreds of years uh, baba smoke weed openly right Uh, nobody gives a shit about them right it's okay for babas to smoke it's op- it's okay to smoke during shivratri where you can right. feel openly walk and smoke pot in the streets of kolkata right? right but yeah if you are sitting at home and smoking pot it's a problem right so it's a very weird thing but i guess it's high time they just legalize it yeah they just got to legalize it right legalize it and it's okay and there's no more illegal bullshit happening right people don't have to get caught uh, people are just smoking up to chill out no violence nothing right you, why do you think amsterdam has the least amount of crime rate crime It's because they are all at peace right or nay do you know everybody it better is, uh, yeah everybody is so high to go and rob and all yeah yeah too much anxiety will come if you rob try to rob someone yeah they can't even talk forget moving hands and legs right <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> who would want to do anything bad to anybody right everybody yeah. would just shut yeah. them out stay high get sober hit another one stay high again and then <laughs> sleep right yeah. this is what happens yeah, it's like, and it's like a misconception that people have that you can't uh, work when you're stoned or something like that or you need to be like a certain you need to be uh, what do you call always focused on your work like because i know so many people who are like who will be like taking hit after hit and still doing their work whether it's coding whether it's designing whether it's content writing whatever it is people are still able to manage um 
like like people are able to balance both and uh, i think that is uh, that shows that it's not something like you know addictive or not addict that's the that's the wrong word it's not it's not something that you uh, crave in the way that you crave for cocaine if you're working in wall street because it helps you focus and it uh, makes your brain run like as if it's running uh, connected to a battery so there is uh, it's literally just used to mellow out and uh, you know we don't see any crime because of <laughs> of weed uh, in in anywhere and um, i don't know i think it's just pretty sad that uh, there is some cop with some misguided uh, knowledge i don't know where he's got this information from maybe he has some kind of personal relationship with it where he's lost somebody because of uh, marijuana you never you never know but um, but yeah i think it's um, it's pretty sad that a plant is being treated as uh, i don't know heroin so <laughs> which ironically does come from plants but uh, still <laughs> less uh, more chilled out plant is uh, our uh, beautiful green one honestly i don't know about the misconception thing i can't do shit when i'm high dude. like let me just put that out in the open right i can't do shit i i my brain doesn't work um i'm 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 scrolling through instagram and just scrolling through the same thing over and over again not realizing that okay i've already gone past that uh but i prefer probably it's because i prefer not doing anything that i have not you know trained yeah. my brain to do something while i'm high okay right, right. um so, so that is one of the maybe people have trained over the years to be stoned and then do stuff and then they end up doing some miraculous shit especially <laughs> people who are cre- on the creative side of uh, thing um right right and yeah i i, I can't do stuff uh, that's one thing but uh, i prefer not doing anything but yeah i mean this is going to go on unless and until modi decides to smoke a pot and realize the benefit of it and becomes <laughs> like trump like fuck the world i'm not going to do anything anymore it's not like i've done anything anyways fuck it i won't do it any anyways so if that if that's if modi takes it maybe maybe modi has already taken it right I mean, yeah come bro. on man how can sure, modi man. not take it how can he not have smoked weed in his life bro yeah he's been quarantine he's been growing his beard and i'm sure that he's been like rolling a blunt every now and then like you know uh, yeah, i have no yeah, work like, finally talk yeah <laughs> just spoke to trump today lost my mind oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey amitcha ek bada bhai ek roll bada bhai amitcha <laughs> Pratik, what is your relationship with, like with weed? Okay, I have uh, no relationship with weed because you know, like I the last time I smoked up was you know probably a year or two back. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, okay. Is there like a particular reason for that? Do you like not like it or what happened? Why, why, why did you not want to go back? Uh, I don't know actually because uh, I like. I smoked up once like with I smoked up only with my friends that time and right. I don't know man I, I I don't get that kick so much you know like it's not it's not the go to thing for me uh, there are other things which I do have which are giving me better kicks so so that's how it is and even I saw that photo which you spoke about my god I, I couldn't believe that amount of marijuana which they had in the room <laughs> it's ridiculous bro it's um um it's 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 a travesty i don't know what they'll do with that they they probably just going to sell it so. yeah they're going to sell it <laughs> make money i mean that some of, most of these high end drugs 
people who sell it they don't even consume it right there is something called there's some kind of a mushroom uh, what's it called hazelnut mushroom or something like that oh. in amsterdam and the okay. people who make that they they themselves don't consume it fuckers knows it's not good right uh, it gets you hallucinated and then they themselves don't take it but you know what only i don't think this conversation should go on air because if they find out yeah folks are talking about weed catch these fuckers <laughs> yeah, they're going to track your ip and uh, all your mac address and all that shit and they're going to knock your door uh, i'm going to make sure that um, there's nothing incriminating in the edited version of this so <laughs> very careful <laughs> <like that. laughs> no no but uh, i have i have one point to make uh, what uh, matthew said you know about making this legal there's a there's one theory which i saw and probably in a movie or i don't know where i picked it up but uh, what happened was in 70s or 60s where the hippie culture was pretty prominent okay right. people were smoking up and people were you know going out of control and like just chilling around it's like uh, they were not conforming to the society's rules okay right and that's when they started banning all the substances like uh, uh, mushrooms and uh, DMT LSD and all these things yeah so what theory what hap- like what i could conclude from that is uh when people start consuming these drugs okay they stop conforming to the rules of the society they stop conforming to a 9 to 5 role mm-hmm. jobs so right. duties and the conditions and the rules which the government imposes on them right so to you know to have some order in the society to have you know a working society that's the reason they start banning all these things and the funny part is if you look at all the prominent people look okay, at all the celebrities all the big shot guys yeah. some of the like they have they must, they have taken this these substances at some point in yeah. their life okay yeah yeah and the the point see see this this it's kind of a it's kind of a circle okay the moment they escape the circle of the rat race and you know become some celebrity and all they are they they somehow become immune to this rules even if they are caught they are like you know <laughs> just it's swept under the carpet and all yeah but uh, that, that's how it works that's the theory i felt is yeah. make make total sense to me i heard uh, miley cyrus okay on joe rogan's podcast and um, first of all miley cyrus has a hot voice i just have to say that <laughs> and secondly um she was openly talking about how how much um, hey what do you call uh, a mushroom she was doing and acid she was doing and uh, like popping this and that and at point she was on drugs and this and that and very comfortable talking about all of that stuff you know it's like uh, it was like part of her everyday life because she was so famous and uh, her schedule was so packed that she hardly had any time to chill so whenever she did she would do, be with the people who would be doing all these kind of things and she would also end up doing all these things and you know it just goes uh, on and on from there and then now now she was like she's sober now because uh, she realized that uh, what she was doing was wrong but uh, yeah i mean like part of what, one way of looking at it is like um, saying that you know the government uh, wants to control you and make sure that you are available you are like a rat um, trained to work for these uh, rich people who <clears throat> who essentially want to profit using your skills in their giant fucking businesses and that is kind of um, what the government is trying to impose but on the other side of it it is also so that people can 
um i don't know control themselves or something because you can like you can abuse anything you can even abuse you can abuse marijuana if you if if given the opportunity right like even something as harmless as marijuana can be very bad for you it can it can people you can flip out so um so yeah i think it's like it's like a balance of both but uh, circling back to the, our main story about um, the cop in uh, this one and all the the weed that was seized right i think like what do you think bro like uh, why why <laughs> what are they what are they trying to gain from like removing weed from the streets in bangalore trying to remove the culture of consumption right that's the basic thing they're trying to do and they're trying to of course you know probably catch some peddlers maybe i don't know if they are also getting some money off you know the peddlers and all there's some nexus behind the scenes which we don't know of right so yeah but right now it's in limelight because of that uh, sushant singh rajput and all this mm. which is happening yeah we should like it's in limelight we should refrain from talking about that because there's just so much misinformation about that entire <laughs> team and like oh yeah. my god i think i think like you know once uh, like maybe next year or something when the dust is all settled and we have like some like like a starting and an ending to the story it would be something that uh, i think would be made into a movie or something at some point of time by yeah. by bollywood so right now it's a media circus yeah, that's all that i think i mean something some something very similar like this happened even with that arushi murder case do you remember it happened oh, yes. when you were in school and all like dude like the, the media people they were allowed to walk inside her house i mean like the murder has happened body is there uh, dirty i mean not dirty bloody clothes are all i mean the blanket and all is there camera guy ndtv guy is taking video standing over there like how bro like how could they allow that to happen like so you know it, it it's just bringing back those kind of vibes where like um, the media people don't give a shit about people's privacy or anything like that they just they just like you know it's it's actually pretty disgusting the way they behave it's a competition so, only i think <clears throat> if you look at <laughs> republic tv and you look at times now right every time there's a reporter on republic or times now the first thing they say first time on republic tv first time on times now we are the first people to show <laughs> this we are the first people to show that right so it's it's mm. it's all about who's the first right the more first 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 you get the more people they keep channeling to their uh, their their website or their youtube page or their channels and and republic tv did amazing job in getting so much of crowd because of this whole case which is happening right it, and 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 they were appreciated for being so you know aggressive find what is going on conducting sting operations and uh, showing the credibility that yeah Yeah, Republic TV can do this and that, and eventually that led to two reporters getting arrested now. Right now, oh. two two reporters of uh, Republic TV is arrested for some showing off, I guess. But anyway, Republic TV's <laughs> own uh, people got arrested. Okay? Yeah, their reporters got arrested uh, for. Uh, I think they these guys try to get into one of the MLA's, uh, one of the minister's house in Mumbai. Oh. something like that some serious offense or now what they're speculating is that one of the reporters knows like the actual details of what happened and <laughs> and because of that the shiv sena guys have decided to catch hold of this guy and he they put him in jail 
right now that's yeah like you said only right i think it's a wrong time to talk about this because there's so many people talking about random theories like game of thrones and and <laughs> nobody knows what's right and everybody what they say is their opinion is right so probably this conversation should be for later when things are like you know it's confirmed yeah yeah so um, let's uh, let's go from that world of murder and conspiracy and mystery to our uh, things that we know which is um, the coronavirus which uh, <laughs> people have seemed to have forgotten about even though india is almost reaching like <laughs> 1 lakh cases per day i'm waiting for that day so that i can put it as a story you know on the on instagram page <laughs> 1 lakh congrats guys put one song make one video <laughs> yeah you can need a landmark you can you, you have you have content for making a rap song <laughs> Yeah, I swear. Yeah. Endless content, man. Yeah. But yeah, how is uh, coronavirus uh, affecting your life, Matthew? Is it like, um, have you learned to live with it? Or are you just like not giving a shit? Or like what's happening? Man, I have, Corona has re- literally ruined my six to seven months of my life this year. Yeah. Uh, for obvious reasons that you know, yeah. I have decided to do something different this year, in 2020. So I moved to Dubai. with the hope of getting a job in fact the funny thing is i came with a job to dubai right <laughs> <laughs> so so hopes were extremely high god damn it i got a job in dubai that's that's crazy right uh, yeah. honestly it's not crazy anymore because after living for 6 7 months you really understand the crux of what's really going on here yeah but, but <clears throat> soon after na March March was our first lockdown in the beginning of March 18th or something like that. And yeah, right. things started uh falling soon after that. And uh, I was I worked in that company, the first company which I got a job for like on, on a temporary basis uh, for two months. And then that company shut down because of COVID. And then for two months I was jobless looking for a job. And then finally uh three days before my visa visit visa goes to expire uh, i got a job uh, so i consider that as a blessing yeah yeah definitely. but that i i also know that it's it's a it's a very smart tactic played by the company as well because now they know that my visa is going to get expired in the next three four days right they throw me an offer uh four days before and then what do you think a, a normal person would do of course you would say you yeah. would just say yes <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what's happened uh so so far so good it's it's not bad there's no there's no pay cut um i'm getting salary on time which is a great thing uh, which most of the companies don't give you over here like you don't oh. get it on first you usually get it on 7th or 8th most of them yeah, it's it, it is like that man i mean most oh. of the companies are run by indians uh most oh, of them okay. right okay uh and uh, you know how indians are they don't they probably follow indian employment rules over here than the yeah the gulf to buy employment yeah 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 so it's a little weird over here right they know that in- indians are anyways going to compromise uh, right. so they maintain they come they, they have that mentality and so many people man who, who are stuck like that this conversation is so big that i can i can take a whole day to speak about <laughs> so I just cut it short. Yeah. Uh, COVID has yeah. impacted, but now it's getting better over here because numbers are also less. But last week the numbers are going up again. 
so okay. let's see hopefully there's no uh, lockdown a new lockdown in, imposed in dubai if that happens oh man it's going to be really bad right oh bro uh, so but but like on a personal level right like how are you treating the covid uh, virus like for, forget the job and all that right like you know uh, how uh, like i do you have to wear a mask when you go out do women wearing burqas have to wear mask under the burqa good question <laughs> you know yeah that's a that, that's a that's a fantastic question uh the only difference is they they have been living like there is covid all their life right even before covid came <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. So I don't I don't think they're wearing a mask because they don't need to. So. <laughs> I was I was wondering okay if, if Matthew is going to you know actually find out if there's a mask by lifting a burqa but it will be very difficult for him to do. That. Yeah. <laughs> that and he'll get his balls cut off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Unni. Great observation and that's absolutely right. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, otherwise it's impossible to know you know if there's a mask under a burqa. Yeah, I mean, why do you care? Like, why? Why do you want to know if she's wearing a mask or not? She's been wearing a mask all her life. Like, her, her current generation, her future generation is also going to wear mask. Plus, I think, I think they are more happy that finally, finally, they are wearing. Everybody else is wearing mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they are not alone anymore. They are not alone anymore. They're like, yeah, fuck you, now. See, this is how it feels to wear a mask. all your life yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah you have to wear mask when you go anywhere you step out of the house you have to wear mask the the people they don't let you inside if you don't wear a mask uh, the gym wow. in the gyms uh, they have given time slots so let's say okay. 8 am to 10 pm they just uh, depending on the size of the gym let's assume only 99 people can are allowed inside oh. the gym so yeah so small uh restrictions like this like limited number of people inside a, a supermarket so there's always people monitoring there's a there's a gun on your head every time you enter a store uh, to check uh-huh. your temperature <coughs> so right yeah i mean i think this is how everybody is following uh, i think this is the sa- i hope this is the same uh pattern in india as well uh, but yeah maybe you guys can you know share share put some light on my my experience in india has been like uh, <laughs> um i guess it's a mixed bag you can say though i go to one of my friends place and work uh, during the day and uh, yeah surprising the surprising thing is that every mo- almost everybody is wearing a mask so um, that is that is good there's another angle to this only like you know for me who was giving interviews during this horrible time right um uh, imagine going to an interview with a mask on and you have to explain yourself right already i'm sweating i'm tense right holy shit yeah. it's an interview right and then you you right. sit in front of two three people and then they one of the interviews asked me oh you sweat a lot i'm like yeah because of the mask and obviously it's hard to breathe and i was wearing n95 at that point uh-huh. n95 is hard to breathe right wearing that so right. uh, you know it, it's extremely uncomfortable extremely uncomfortable to sit and give an interview uh mm. in front of big people uh and trying to say you're really good at it and then at the same time start sweating because you know, they'll be like eh, is he is he really telling the truth or is he just bullshitting me right but yeah so that happened a lot of times and then eventually what happened is there's always this 1 meter distance you maintain right 
and then soon i realized it's better to ask if i can take the mask off because if you're not comfortable during an interview you anyway is not going to crack it because these people think yeah. they are extremely good when it comes to psychology and then they'll catch your bullshit so <laughs> so yeah you you politely ask if you can take the mask off for maintaining that 1 meter or 2 meter distance and then you freely speak and that's something which i did because i was not able to you know speak at all uh, with the mask on but if you look at it if this whole thing is going to continue uh, the mask thing is even going to be on a ramp walk right uh, you, you see some <laughs> crazy paris fashion 2021 and you see sexy with victoria secret models walking on the ramp with a mask on and and soon the designers are like holy shit put some diamonds on the mask right and, yeah, and start yeah. selling it's already there bro and, oh, people yeah? are selling uh, gold masks diamond studded masks all yeah. kinds of yeah. random yeah. shit like that you get you can buy a gucci mask you can buy louis vuitton mask anything you want you can buy yeah but they do say that whatever money they are making from selling the mask is go- is being invested into covid-19 relief for yeah right i mean you can take their word for it but yeah right <laughs> who knows the truth right speaking about the job and job hunt process in general right uh pratik when was the last time you had to look for a job mm like when did i look for a job 3 years back yeah okay and uh, how long like what was the scenario like like did you quit and did you already get a job before moving on or did you like quit and then you had some time off and you were looking for a job or what was it like no no i uh, quit after get, landing the job okay 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 so for, for so what was your process like how did you find that uh, new job mm, i got the calls from nokri see, see the one thing that i wanted to like just point out was that, like a lot of young people listen to our podcast who um you know who might just go and start working um this year or next year but pretty soon but so, you know i wanted to kind of give them an idea about like what they can expect when they are going to look for a job as a fresher or in general so like what is like something something some, some, a, a, a lesson that you've learned from uh, the whole job hunt process for you like for since after college got over mm, one lesson i would say is that uh, you know always uh, always keep improving your skill set and also like keep looking at the trends which are happening especially like the lot of things which are changing like uh, okay a lot of new we have a lot of new ways to land jobs now there are even hackathons and a lot of other things which are not which are not common during my like my passing out years right. so things are changing there a lot of uh, now there are a lot of uh, online interviews online tech, online exams online hackathons sort of things happening online right where you know the human aspect is very minimal also so a lot of such opportunities So yeah that's for my main advice and if you're looking for uh, something like nokri or linkedin and all if you're like on those platforms keep your profile handy keep your profile updated so your process for you was just that you uploaded your cv on nokri and linkedin and you kept them both updated on a regular basis and uh, uh, you just kept applying for whatever job you thought was suitable and eventually one of the companies discovered your profile or like quote unquote discovered found your profile um and they called you and uh, they took they took the initiative with you is that correct yes right. this linkedin and uh, nokri are both uh, two way streets Mm-hmm. see we even you can follow the recruiters and even you can follow the particular companies look for the jobs 
and even they can search for you it's like a, it's, it's and they can search for you based on your profile and whatever you filled in your like profile about your uh, salary salary expectations your uh, your skill sets your experience your college because there are a lot of even a lot of jobs which are specific to even iits and iims mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there are websites dedicated to those people so yeah they have matrimonial site dedicated to so yeah so there are a lot of such things so yes uh, it's a two way street even you can find jobs even the recruiters can find it for you find you and like they think okay you're suitable for this role they will give you a call for the interview oh. so but like the technology or whatever profile that you went into um there is like um, there's a lot of scope in that if if i'm understanding what you're saying correctly because you know you don't have to like actually attend hundreds of interviews or apply to 200 300 companies and um like all that all that funda that comes along with finding a finding a job like you didn't have to go through all that is that right no not for me personally not not too much of a struggle because okay. we have like a very niche domain and we few small like few number limited number of companies which work in this mm-hmm. uh, like just so that people know what uh, what exactly do you do i am into software testing for automotive like automotive components okay so basically you test Uh, automation software is that right not automation software i test the hardware which g- g- goes into cars automobiles oh auto so, okay okay <laughs> okay okay great that that's awesome man how did you like uh, get into that uh like this was the first thing which uh, like i entered in my previous my first company okay they After, put you, you know, as a kind of uh, thing system is it like they put you in hmm. kind of team okay okay i think what about you bro how is uh, how is the job hunt uh process been like for you since you graduated well um, i can i can tell you the job hunt process uh, from a recent incident coming to dubai so this whole topic is quite fresh for me right so uh, yeah there's a lot of things i've learned which i have not implemented in the past when looking for a job um, obviously my the credit has to go to you for helping me land my first job uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so synexious <laughs> technologies came in the picture uh of course because of only but uh, yeah so see i mean uh, it's a very what people don't need to understand is that uh, you know the marketing and sales fundas right marketing is where you reach is one to many it's like broadcasting um, a message across multiple people right and the sales is more or less like one to one right you have personal interaction with a single person now right. if you put that whole thing in perspective with job hunting what what generally people do right now is exactly the marketing strategy you're just spraying randomly across you're spraying your profile randomly across linkedin nokreed um monster whatever right um all the possible indeed uh, platforms uh, with the right. hope that somebody would revert back to you so that's right. marketing right now imagine you take that whole thing and make it more personalized you you put in your sales approach there where you are shortlisting based on your what you have studied you start shortlisting companies who are into that particular domain right when it comes to short, you're shortlisting based on what you have studied right or what your interest is now when you start shortlisting you start shortlisting let's say from the basic where you are right now you want to look for a job based out in bangalore okay that's your geography then you start shortlisting based on um you know is it a startup you are have looking to for work with or is it a is it a 
small and medium sized company like an smb or an enterprise company so you again have three layers of categorization right now depending on your preferences you start <coughs> listing out companies which fit in your role okay and you completely focus on those specific companies now let's assume startup okay you are somebody who wants to work in startup wants to gather as much as information as possible wear multiple hats within the firm so that's your interest and that's something you're looking forward to then you would what what i would suggest people looking for a job right now is list out those companies which fit in your education or interest okay and then start individually reaching out to their recruitment um, recruitment person or an hr in a startup usually the hr person is the one who is recruiting as well okay because they're wearing multiple hats right that's not the same scenario when it comes to a smb or an enterprise company it's easier to reach out to people in a startup than uh, a bigger company uh, out there so uh, but the funda remains same for everybody okay so you start reaching out specifically using linkedin okay because now you know that there is this x person in this x company who's uh, in their role in the role of hr who's probably hiring or in the role of recruitment who's probably hiring or not hiring you don't know right so you it's it's a relationship based game here right you imagine the number of people reaching out to these folks looking for a job okay right. let's let's take the example of pandemic for now the situation is like this that you have less jobs and more number of people okay so right. so one person for a job you could probably expect around about 1000 to 2000 maybe 10000 applications and as as an hr or as a recruiter do you think to have that time and effort to run through all these applications no you wouldn't no sane person would sit and go through the entire application right now how do you stand out now there are softwares which is filtering based on keywords there are there are many applications based on job requirements and job job descriptions where you can change your resume based on the job description which is posted out okay so that's one way but that's another story but let's just let's say the 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 approach where you shortlist people and you know the hr now what i did is uh, I let's say a company an ex company right I google that company and try to find out all possible information about that company okay once i understand that company the next thing i do is go to the news tab in google right once i go to the news tab i see whatever possible web presence they have out there so a pr presence is always there a startup is always craving for a pr presence it's 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 a goal for them right now right. if i see something like that that's a jackpot for me you know why because that's one thing which i can build my conversation on right i can either message the hr or i can either message the ceo of the company okay now let's assume i don't have the email id of the ceo most most of the scenario what happens is the contact page on their website usually reaches the ceo if it's a startup okay mm-hmm. that's the ideal scenario most of the cases right now imagine me this has worked for me and that's the reason i'm saying okay uh, this is a proven method and it's worked now i know that they have got a pr a presence probably one or two months back it doesn't matter right i pr presence as in as in uh, some blog had captured their journey or they recently for, got funded by a venture capitalist okay some, some kind of press release has happened about some kind of online presence some kind of media presence they have got okay, now got what do generally people do they just go hey i just recently passed out this is my qualification if you have a job please let me know right mm-hmm. or uh, are you hiring stuff like that this is the same message which every person is receiving every now and then 
okay right. now you want to stand out it's always standing out from the sheep crowd right yeah. so what do you do yeah. yeah you start researching about the company and then you decide okay now you have enough information to reach out to this firm okay now it could be the hr or it could be the ceo so either you go to the linkedin after you connect you can send them a message or if you have the premium account then you can send them an email okay that's one option or you go to the contact page okay you go to the contact page and you drop them a message hey i was just researching about your company i really love what you're doing uh, i think it's going to make a big difference uh, to a community or uh, the country or whatever uh, also congratulations on winning this winning this award congratulations on winning uh, getting this fund investment from x uh company and etc right and you also say that okay i read your article in this so now what happens is when i'm reading this i'm looking at this person who has spent so much time on my company has researched about my company and is showing deep interest about my company okay and in the end i just throw in my hook i say hey uh i recently passed up passed out of this tabaga college uh i'm uh, for with the next uh, degree i'm really looking forward to uh, I'm I'm act- I'm actively looking for a job and I would really love working for your company okay mm-hmm. and then you send with your resume mm-hmm. and then person like me who's or you or somebody who's in CEO is reading this and what is the first thing is going on in your mind this is completely different from the norm right you know that this person has invested time in my company and I love that because as a startup you want to feel good about yourself like people are actually right. reading about you right Right. And then you slowly what happens is out of those 1000 applications which is there you become one of those few people who has shown keen interest and you get shortlisted by default. Right. Okay? And then they call you. So now this has happened to me coming when I came to Dubai. And I used this strategy on multiple companies and I've got multiple calls. Not that it always works. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it's a good shot, right? Right. Now uh, right. the fact that you are standing out of the whole crowd. Okay? Right. So this is one of the strategies if whoever is listening can probably start trying this i know a lot of people are uh, struggling really hard for looking for a job uh, it's it's okay but i think you got to be extremely patient because i've been there and i understand the pain behind it um, so uh, yeah so this is one of the strategies if you can try and use it but always try to be different and be one on one don't start spraying your cv for the sake of it right and hoping that you would get some uh, you know response back another strategy is where you start building relationships now relationships is something which takes time okay you need to understand that the people should start understanding that relationships takes time you can't just randomly reach out to some person and uh, you know you say i'm looking for a job please let me know they are not going to revert back to you man why should they revert back to you because you have not invested time in them right now right. it takes now how can you build relationships so the people who are in linkedin right now trying really hard to get jobs what you can do is if you find an ex person who is probably a recruiter or nature try getting to try connecting with them that's number one once you connect with them always look for their activities right when you go to their profile there is an option called activities now in activities you can see how that person that your hr or recruiter has actively engaged in linkedin with their let's say it could be a message it could be a post it could be an article whatever right assuming that that person has been extremely active on linkedin and most of the hrs and recruiters are active on linkedin you start commenting on whatever they posted right you start liking their post you start commenting on them you start giving like valuable insights on what they have shared now what's happening here it, it it's basically that you are getting involved with somebody's ideas right now that's a good thing because now i'm seeing okay somebody is showing interest in my posts i've actually read the post many people what they do is they just 
they have not read the article okay assuming that recruiter has posted something they would just say good one good read nice article <laughs> right that's that. everybody yeah. gets through that bullshit no no but you you can never go past that bullshit okay everybody knows that you have not read shit okay yeah. but if you can give a valuable insight it could be a positive one or it could be a negative one but you know you're you're either supporting or challenging that whole article that shows that you have put your time or given that your time for that particular person through whatever article or post right this is how you need to start building the game you start getting noticed and then boom you realize okay you've been engaging with this person for almost a week and you drop him a him or her a message saying that hey i'm actively looking for a job do you think what is the probability of that person replying back to you it's way higher high. right it's way yeah. higher yeah. yeah so so you you see you see what's happening here you're not spraying anymore right you're you're being very targeted you know what you're doing right now once you get that mechanism in place then you would start seeing much more positive response than just hoping that oh god somebody called me chances yeah. of people calling you right now is very less because that's the amount of applications which is being sprayed out okay so don't hope that i uh, they're going to call every single person and find out hey what oh man they're not going to do it okay so it's always important to be different uh, stay out of the whole common group and be different and the more different you are the better it is and the third strategy is if you are reaching out one on one to these companies and if they have their job posting try and match your cv with their job description now when i say try and match try to add as many keywords as possible from their job description on your cv okay now most of the companies what happens is uh, you the the hr puts in the cv and then it starts pulling out all the keywords if your cv is part of that keyword then it automatically matches your profile and it gets it goes to the next stage right so that would only work if you're investing time it's a hard job it's going to take time but if you are consistent about it man you know you never know you would probably land a job soon so yeah i mean these are some of the points i would say which would probably work and yeah i mean good luck to people who are looking for a job in this uh, difficult time i mean these are great insights martin yeah. like um what uh, pretty similar along those lines only i also when i was applying for a job i did but um i did not use linkedin like that because i did not know how to use it like that now you like kind of explain to me how how to use linkedin because i always felt like i always i mean like all these recruiters and all i see them their profiles and all that but then like the same questions that you had asked right like she's probably getting 10000 emails every day from like different different people saying like i want a job i want a job what is the use of like you know uh, being another one just sending her an email and wasting my time and money my job search thing was like um, it was as basic as you can get i guess because i just had my uh, i i kept my nokri profile updated um and in uh, linkedin profile updated and every day i would go to linkedin and nokri and i would apply for at least like 30 or 40 jobs like you know i would find them like and, and sometimes i would like some what companies would do is that the same post they'll up, they'll uh, put multiple job job openings like it would be like a project manager but like five thing five uh, five uh, openings or something like that like five five listings will be there of the same job in the same company okay mm-hmm. so i'll apply for all five of them and you know basically yeah like in another way i was trying to get noticed by them so in case 
uh, what would happen is like uh, also an advantage with nokri is that sometimes these recruiters would reach out to you and ask you to apply you know uh, they send you a, send you an, a message saying that can you send me your cv so that i can we can review and when they do that i would uh, instead of just doing the nokri way of doing it where is like you just click a button and it sends you a cv i would find their email out and i would like draft an email and tell them like hey this is my background this is my cover letter my cv um i hope you consider it so yeah that personal the thing the personal relationship building with uh, with that person is actually quite important and it helped out for with me getting my job in, in this corona time also so that's the only way going forward only because you yeah. there's so many people out there looking for a job see another important tip which i can give for people who are experienced and still looking for a job is to always mention what you have achieved in that particular company okay if in your right. previous company you have you're mentioning what you've done and also have a column or a subtitle to mention what you have achieved it's important for a recruiter to know what difference you have brought in that firm mostly what we people do is we we end up just saying what we have done and they have seen the same thing over and over again but they are more interested to see what difference you brought into the company okay a one or two points on that would be an amazing way to stand out from a resume perspective as well okay and now you have so many templates out there for people who have passed out of the college usually college gives their them a general template okay and right. being knowing students they are extremely lazy and then they end up using the same template across all their uh, you know job portals i think they should stop doing that because they see the same template pretty much from every other candidate so you know you can download uh, cv templates okay and it's free you just need to google free templates first you for your resume and you would find a bunch of them uh download them and then use that that cv okay it's always good to have a creative angle to your old cv because again you're standing out right also for, also for people who are walking into the companies okay there's a lot of people who just walk into the companies and probably drop their resume in the reception or to an hr mm-hmm. uh this is an idea which my brother gave it's an amazing idea but uh, what you can do is if you can if it's if your resume is a single page resume okay and we try to maintain it as a single page resume for new people who have looking for a new job or starting the career laminate your cv okay just laminate your cv what happens when you laminate your cv your laminated cv will stand out among among all the other paper cvs okay the minute your cv is laminated you are already standing out okay right. if you can laminate your cv see all these points are just to stand out do everything possible to stand out okay if you can laminate a cv and give it to the reception and hr sees it the hr the first thing which triggers in the hr or recruiter said is oh shit this is laminated they would nice. probably make fun of you but they would still remember you okay yeah. that's the point right they want to they want to you want to make them talk to another person say hey you know what dude the some lady or some guy came with a laminated cv they, if, if that person is intellectual and has has some sort of sense around it you probably get the whole point like you're standing out so overall it's just to stand out try try being different at all levels as possible and you will probably soon get a job uh, even before you know it yeah, yeah. nowadays uh, uh, what do you call in bangalore at least what you notice is that when when you are actively in the job search right you and you're up- updating nokri and all this stuff every day you're getting calls from companies right and these companies and they call and they'll be like sir you're looking for job sir <laughs> and uh, they don't even tell what job it is where what and all that nothing 
they just have like um, like for them i don't know if like it's it's a problem with the recruiter or the person who's hiring them or what like but but if you look at it it's these kind of people who don't know who they're hiring who are and at the end of the day giving jobs to people who um how do i say like there, there might be a deserving candidate out there but he that the person who's recruiting for that particular role might never get in touch with them because of their incompetence you know what i mean so that is also another uh, a roadblock when you're expecting i think um, a call and like things just to go smoothly pratik very lucky actually that everything just went smoothly for him uh, i don't know with luck or if it's like just him being in a niche uh, mm. uh, situation right like that helps that is another way to stand out your your job itself is standing out <laughs> right so but this is for like people in general so that's that's great and wow uh, there is another thing only i want to talk about right so it's very important in terms of awareness that okay. now is the time when people are really looking for jobs that's when all these scammers come out okay oh yeah, yeah oh my god scamming is a different industry altogether man like you know the, the <laughs> world is open out for scammers to call and say hey we can offer you a job and you are good looking and we know you can fucking kill it <laughs> pay me 1000 bucks and you will have a job in your hand okay this is this is the fucking pizza they roll at you all right and then you smell at it and you feel good about it you pay a 1000 bucks and poof they're gone you just shit it out right that's what happens diarrhea okay? yeah yeah exactly right so always never pay for a job okay you don't have yeah. to pay for a job um job is free out there job is supposed to pay you back okay <laughs> job is supposed to job is supposed to pay you back not that not the other way around so never pay for your job you won't get a job without without paying so yeah just be careful about that yeah matthew saying don't bribe yeah i'm no, not bribing this is like literally they'll say that uh, you give me 20000 bucks then i'll give you the software and with that software you can make money which is a scam and, <laughs> and uh, bro speaking of scams right there is this woman okay i have no i have been getting a call from this woman every other day like in, in this corona time it's been reduced now okay because i don't know why but um, initially till february at least every day she would call she would call either at 12 o'clock or she would call at 4 o'clock and she would uh, call from uh, it's, it's the voice i recognize the voice and she 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 calls from a different bank every day she's like one day she's access bank one day she's hdfc bank perfect she last sir do you want personal loan sir <laughs> i'm waiting for her call to come another time i'm pretty sure it will come this week and where i can be like ah ma how are you I had lunch <laughs> <laughs> that that's only you know what that's that's a job role for people that there is a specific job role for that as these are there are these telemarketers who sell insurance and they sell all these loans okay they sell credit cards it's the most shittiest job okay uh, i mean obviously let me tell roll that back it's a most stressful job okay it's not shitty job it's a stressful job uh, where people get extremely frustrated with the rejection rate from people okay it's because it's a b2c market and it looks like a scam okay you would not want to buy a credit card or an or or a take loan from somebody who's on a call with you okay you, you obviously don't have that trust factor yet but um, uh, yeah man there's, there's there's a lot of uh, things happening on on those side as well where people are just randomly calling you where one of the shittiest uh, situation is where when you you end up 
you know paying some charity let's say 100 bucks okay you pay a charity 100 bucks and that asshole charity will make sure that your number is spread across all the other 100 charities uh-huh. okay and then you the amount of calls you get after that man it's a nightmare dude they they call you they say okay the, the some patient is in some hospital i can give you their patient details please call them please give us money there's so many people scamming on those lines some people are genuine man there are genuine people but you know the problem is when you get a scam call then you then you start thinking that everything is a scam call right they just ruined the whole industry because of uh, the scammers ruined the whole industry for people who are genuinely doing it as well yeah yeah but so be careful about not paying for jobs uh, all these consultancies <laughs> will tell you yeah pay me 10000 bucks and job you will get in one month this happens here in dubai man and there's so many people oh. who are got caught now uh, it's uh, this lot of these scammers out there who will just call you and then they take your interview and they will just not ask you anything they'll just make you say everything and they'll just repeat what you just said they're like ah okay fine give me 300 uh, dirhams 300 dirhams is almost 6 6000 bucks okay and then yeah job is in your hand in within a month and they never call you back okay they never ever call you back so yeah. sure it happens in india as well but yeah, just yeah. just for people who are listening be aware of it never pay and uh, yeah one more thing like if you by chance you take like naukri has this option where you can like for really cheap they will promote your profile okay i think it was like some sorry five star box or something so i did that <clears throat> and they'll uh, they'll highlight your profile and all to the kind of people that you're trying to apply to and all okay so i don't i i would suggest you don't do that because i feel like the people who highlight their profile it comes across as desperate um um so i w- i wouldn't suggest you do that so i did that for a month and then i didn't do do it again because like um do um what do you call it, I, okay the calls the number of calls i was getting every day and all was pretty much the same there was no difference but i felt personally like it wasn't wasn't adding any value and uh, it came across it was detrimental to my profile than it was adding to it so i, I got rid of that shit let me so, just add to that point as well because even i took that plan when i came okay. here right okay. in lockery same thing happened you pay a lump sum amount for 3 months i paid for 3 months um and it was a package some 40 dollars or something like that okay. uh and then i didn't get any call from that all that i could see was this recruiter saw your profile and added absolutely nothing okay this is what happened <laughs> again you, i yeah so many recruiters saw it and then it just makes you feel even more shittier because they never got back to you okay you, you yeah. feel that okay maybe you're not good enough and stuff like that so it's not required like you said only it's not i don't know about the desperation aspect of it but you know this is also one way to be different because now you're standing out among many people but i don't know i have not seen myself uh, to get some kind of a positive roi on it but yeah yeah maybe maybe doing something else would be more effective so like just have to keep applying i guess there's nothing else that you can do other than you know just stick by your stick with your guns and uh, Yeah, all the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that has been our show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. I fucking had fun. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, please do uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, <laughs> uh, YouTube, Facebook. We are everywhere. Mother at Mother of Irony. Um, let us know be like i haven't said this in a while but like i'm going to start saying saying it again 
come join us be part of the conversation uh, let us know about your job hunting experiences or um, the other stuff we talked about <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff we spoke so yeah so yeah thank you guys so much for listening um, matthew where can we find you on the internet Ah, uh, madly. Uh, you can find me on uh, Mother Mother of Irony. That's where you would find me. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me, and then yeah, I mean, yeah, I will make sure that he gets your message. <laughs> yeah. If you like for your uh, for his um, awesome um, job hunting tips, then like yeah, please let me know. <laughs> um, and Patik, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Special Thought. Okay, and I am your host Uni. you can find me on twitter at uniesta uh, once again thank you guys so much for listening please do hit that uh, follow button uh, wherever you are listening it really helps us out and uh, until next time peace peace, peace.